0: Hello, E-Fam. As always, I hope everybody's been doing good. We are back with part two, and we are going to just kick this off and just get straight to it. So, hello again, Thomas.
1: Hey, hey, hey. How we doing?
0: Doing good, doing good. Thank you again for your time for part two. Glad we were able to make it happen.
1: No doubt. Excited to be here. Yay!
0: (laughs) So I know we ended off with some good conversation last time. So we're going to get, you know, get right back into it with some more conversation about, I think we should maybe start about like finances. Like how important is somebody being able to manage their finances to you or even just yourself?
1: Well, I think it's extremely important, you know, for me personally, I mean, it's a one-man team here, so if I'm not taking care of my finances, I have a lot of stuff that, <laughs> you know, the mortgage and bills and stuff, yeah. they all go away. And I'm not trying to do that, so I have to be smart about it and uh, be responsible with stuff. And if, you know, dating or married to someone, then, you know, you're going to want to make sure that they're financially, you know, understanding of the importance of being financially stable and understanding finances and in that nature cuz you don't want to get yourself in a situation where you know one person is on the hook for everything and the other person is just blowing their money yeah it's, it's not a not a fun time
0: no uh, it's not it's not at all. <laughs> now, wait, so I know you have probably, I mean, you probably not, let me not assume that you've seen it, but on social media, you know, where people are having those conversations where it's like, it shouldn't be 50, 50, it should be this, it should be that, you know, for me, I I think it's, it's up to you, know, like if you're in a relationship, you know, or, or if whatever your situation is, if that's what you guys agree, uh, agree upon let that be. I just don't understand sometimes why it's such a big deal and people have to post it. And then you when you go, like, reading comments, it's like, really? Like, everybody's going to have their own opinion. But I don't understand why that is, like, a, a major thing. Do you, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I, I've seen it as well. And it's like, I've seen some of the comments and they're just so negative towards a man. Like, you ain't a real man if you don't do this. You're yeah. not a real man if you don't do all that and like you said I, I believe also it it's everyone has their own way of how their relationship works so what might work for you may not work for me right. or vice versa so you know it's their own personal preference do I really care? No what they do? Not really that's their own personal business but I just it's social media so everything is kind of slanted and put in a microscope to make it seem bigger than what it is Right, half of people I ain't even got nothing
0: anyway, right? <laughs> <laughs> They're not bringing home the bacon or the <laughs> oh,
1: and they just following trends. That's what all it is is people follow trends, and yeah. Stuff. They see stuff on TV, reality shows, or whatever, and they just think that's the new trend to follow,
0: right? It's like, come now, and that you know, I'm glad you said something about trends because that is one thing I don't think I've ever been a part like trends like oh it's it's about you know it's about to be fall, so I gotta bring fall clothes out or I gotta do uh specific things just because it's fall I'm like what i'm i don't i don't I've never been one to just follow a trend because they're in one day and they're out the next, and some of these trends are like crazy to begin with, so it's like so when do we stop thinking for ourselves and doing our own thing and being comfortable in our own skin versus having to be a part of a trend and feel? You know, we're not good enough unless we're part of a trend.
1: You know, I feel like it's kind of like high schoolish. You gotta fit in with cliques to 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 be popular and to be within the the cool people, I guess it is. But to me, I I mean, I'm not too old to be trying to do a crate challenge and and stuff like that. Yeah. So. It's entertaining in one aspect, but i just be like, why? Right. What are we doing here? You know, you, you hurt yourself. You, now you off work. So you taking <laughs> your livelihood and, and jeopardizing your livelihood. So. Right.
0: All you know to saying? get, what, some views and some likes and some comments.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> So uh, I know I've said social media a lot, but it's like, a lot plays a part in just social media, just how stuff is rep- represented and put out there to make make stuff look a certain way, and they and they do it on purpose to to bring an audience in and kind of I feel like distract you and stuff like that, and it's just like people people follow these trends and it's just like I don't get it, man. Yeah.
0: No, I hear you. I don't either. I'd be like, "What now? No, absolutely not. Nope, nope, and not going to even try it or tempt it either."
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like you have kids out here doing crazy stuff, getting hurt, getting sick, people dying from stuff. It's like, come on, man! Like, we we, we should be better than that.
0: <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. Oh, speaking of, like, we had a whole another. Uh, listen, we're just. It's just we're going to go with the flow. Cause I had some other questions to ask you, but we're going from one to another, and I I like this. So since we just got on that, let's go on this. <laughs> like with the whole trend thing, also, um, it's it's one of those things where sometimes I feel it's just specifically towards Black people. It's like all of us, you know. You know other people are doing it, but for some odd reason, you only see. A lot of black people doing a lot of these things. Do you feel like a lot of stuff is geared that way, and it's just pinpoint towards us? To I, you know, I don't know. I don't. So that's why I'm asking. Because sometimes there's certain things I'm like, why? What I don't. Why don't? Why am I not seeing any other ethnicity do stuff like this? Why is it just us doing stuff like this?
1: Uh, to answer your question, I, I think it's a mixture of what you're around and the people you know what you follow and stuff so that's kind of more what you see uh-huh. granted I don't I'm on social media but a lot of that stuff I don't really pay attention to so but I do see some of it like I was just saying like the trade the crate challenge yeah I did see that and I've seen some other ones like other stuff but I don't really pay attention to it enough mm-hmm. to really focus on where it's coming from, Mm -hmm. but I wouldn't be surprised if it was set up in a way to like how you're saying it. No, I wouldn't be surprised like that. No.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you. So like, what is an ideal day for you? Like a relaxed day or like a travel moment or, you know, what is ideal for you to just help you relax?
1: At this point in my life right now, is just about being in peace and quiet, having, being in a good environment, no drama. Uh, if I'm around loved ones, being just being in a happy environment. Yeah. And everybody's safe, everybody is having a good time. Uh, just enjoying the moment, embracing it, having fun. Uh, Obviously, being safe, right? And cautious because we still got that thing out there. So, <laughs> uh, you know, just being safe, just being in a place where you can, a setting where you can enjoy yourself, whether it's out with friends or it's at home, chilling, quiet, peaceful. Mm-hmm. Like one thing about me is I'm comfortable with being alone, yeah. Just as well as I'm comfortable being outside with friends. So. I can be at home chilling by myself and be good. Some people can't do that. Some people always have to go, 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 go. I'm not like that. I'm good either way. So I just like to no drama, no, no craziness. And I'm cool. Mm
0: hmm. Yeah, no, I'm that way as well. I'm like, uh-uh. you, it, it gets to the point where, you know, back in the day, I'd be out all the time and enjoying myself. And actually, it's weird because I was just talking to my mom about that the other day. Um, As much as I went out, I really didn't go out at the same time, too. Like, my Saturdays sometimes on the weekends when I was, like, early teen, you know, when you're 18, 19, 20, like, that age where everybody was going out and needed to be at the club and all blah, blah, blah. I found myself more so kicking it and just at home on a Saturday night watching a good old old school movie or something, but was real content with that. You know, I'm the same way now. Like I don't need to be out and about with the crowds because people are so rude nowadays. And (laughs) it's just like, it's sometimes it's just easier to not have to deal with all of that, especially right now.
1: Yeah. And if you're a person that is uh, into saving money, yeah. You know, stuff is very expensive as well. You know, you go out for dinner or go out for a cocktail drink or whatever, it, it's it's a pretty penny, you know. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: You have to you have to think about and gas is what it is now. So you have to really be conscious, like, hey man, you know, is it is it good to stay at home or is it good to be here or is it good to go out? Because it's going to cost you. Right. So you, have to, you have to budget it in, you know. One thing about it is, like, you can't save money if you're spending it. So, True. You know, you, it, we all have responsibilities and priorities. So that partying and kicking and stuff is cool. But your priorities is taking care of your home, your family, and, you know, doing that stuff. Making sure your bills is paid and stuff. Right. Which brings us back to the finance part. Is like, that's what, you know... You got to do those things. Otherwise, you ain't going to have
0: nothing. Exactly. Exactly. Which (laughs) finances, speaking about that, again, it goes into credit. Uh, I don't know when and where. Well, no, let me take this back. Because I understand that everybody was not taught about the importance of your credit and your credit score. Um, Some, you know. D- never had those kind of conversations. I know at an early age, I messed my credit score, score up completely. And I didn't understand that until I got older, how much it affected everything I had to do down to get a right. car down to want and just to it, anything. Cause a lot of stuff nowadays, you have to have a good credit score or a decent credit score to be able to do to just to move slightly. Your credit score has to be decent, you know,
1: to so basically live.
0: Yeah. It's all about your credit score or derogatory yeah. credit. And How important do you think that is for um, like, especially like mid-20s to 30s, like how important is that do you think for people to really focus on that and get, get it in gear and get it in gear now? And even so, our age.
1: So my dad always preached to me, it's easy to get in debt, but it's hard to get out of debt. Yes. So like he kind of, you know, and he showed me through through his trials and tribulations, like, I kind of was able to kind of see from a, from a distance. It's like, you know, they're going to offer you credit cards. They're going to offer you all these different stuff. That doesn't mean that you have to take it. Or if you take it, you know, if you get a credit card, you know, be responsible with it. That don't mean go buy all the new Jordans and purses and stuff like that. I mean, granted, you can treat yourself, yes, but always make sure you pay it off, pay it back and stuff like that because people tend to think of in the moment, it's like you're setting yourself up down the road. Say like, you know, you get a credit card and you max it out and then you're trying to, you know, you want to purchase a home or you want to purchase a car. They're going to use that against you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Are you going to be paying high interest and stuff like that. So you have to understand the importance of credit. And also, if you're in a relationship or you're wanting to buy a house with a significant other, y'all have to be on the same page with that because, you know, one's per- one person's credit can halt things and make a difference. So if you have an opportunity to take care of the small bills or, or pay stuff down, you got to do it. You got to find a way to try to, you know, manage it. Yeah, you know, everybody, we all have some debt. You know, no one's walking around here like that. Don't owe something, right? But so you have to be able to manage it in a way and still be able to live. And sometimes it's it's a challenge for everybody. But you have to pay attention to it. And you might not be able to go on them trips like you want to. You might not be able to buy the shoes or the latest clothes. But you're in the long run, it's going to be a lot more beneficial than buying that stuff because you're setting yourself up for something even better and more important than that.
0: Right. Now that's so true. That's so true. That that is like one of those things you have to be like okay so here it is you know my credit score is this let me not mess up doing this or you know i went over this bill here but let me go ahead Uh, you know what actually it's very important for people to pay attention to that hidden those hidden key details And it's not really hidden it's it's out there details where it's like if you spend this amount make sure you pay this back because it's like you have to what is it 30 percent you shouldn't go over 30 percent of your credit limit um but then you're supposed to pay it back right away you know
1: yeah you you have to, we have to get trained to live within our means and not above our means. And a lot of times we sometimes tend to want to keep up with what they call the Joneses and do a little bit too much. Well, we don't have to, or we don't need to, and it, it just creates a headache, you know, because you don't want to get your you don't want to get maxed out. You don't want your credit cards will say to get where they get to the point where they close your credit card because that's gonna hurt you in the long run what if you need a credit card later on down the line? then you gotta wait for a certain period period of time because they're not gonna give you another one you know what i'm saying it's like your credit your your credit is very important in everything you do you know what i'm saying and, and you're right we weren't a lot of us weren't taught that growing up and it is a learning experience as we go, but we also are adults, and we have to find a way to adjust in certain aspects to our lifestyles because it's <laughs> it's not easy out here. No, we can do th- we can do things to not make it as difficult.
0: Yeah, no, that's true, because I don't. I, yeah, the, that difficult lifestyle it 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 catches up to you after a while. You're like, oh my gosh, yeah. you know, and yeah. it's it's. It's better to learn who you are as a person. Um, I've always said it, but it's 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 also... It also helps you with everything in your life. I don't care what area. Everything in your life. It's It helps when you start chiseling away at your childhood traumas. And fixing who you are as a person. Because how you are as a person really dictates how you do everything in your life. From finances right. to relationships, to work, to, you know, even down the way you eat, like everything. If you don't fix the things that need to be fixed, it's always going to be something. And it's, 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 it's crazy how that all roots to one thing. You know, if you weren't shown how to manage your money, you're going to be out here just doing whatever you want to do. If you weren't shown how to treat people respectfully, you're going to be out here just treating people however you want to treat them. If you don't know how to even just love yourself, you're going to be out here just not even caring about anybody. So it all comes back down to self, no matter how we look at it, um, which sometimes is a little scary, <laughs> you know, extremely,
1: extremely. <laughs> it's, it's
0: like if, if people don't feel there's nothing wrong with them and they don't need to change or adjust something or tweak something, it's it's like a it's like a snowball effect. Um, but it it hurts you in every single aspect of your
1: life. Right, right. You're absolutely right on that. Can't argue that.
0: (laughs) Man, what, um, what is something that's very important to you to like, for like, I want to say like a growth wise, what's something important to you that help you to stop and look and be like, you know what, let me just adjust what I'm doing this way or that way so it can continue to help me grow every day as the man I am.
1: Was something that helped me. Uh huh. Uh, something that helped me grow. Uh, to be honest, losing my mom when I was 14, and uh, watching her go through her battles, and ultimately when she passed, just watching her being sick. But I've never seen her complain and I've never seen her fuss about any of her condition mm-hmm. now, if she did it if she did it she did it privately she never did it out for me to see me or my sister to see and she was sick and she went through you know she went through her stages but that taught me that no matter what I'm going through like this is a person who's fighting basically for their life and they're not complaining about it so what the hell do i gotta complain about because i'm mad or i'm frustrated so just always try to be the best person that i can can be you're gonna make mistakes but learn from the mistakes we uh we all gotta grow you know this journey in life is no handbook for this it's just like you learn you you learn from your ups you learn from your mistakes you learn from anything trauma you know what i'm saying we all go through something in life but you try to learn as much as you can from it and take pieces from everything every experience and help it and help make you who you are and make and help it hopefully it can help make you grow and that's kind of how it's been for me i was 14 when she passed i never i could have easily used that as an excuse to be ripping and running out on the streets Doing the crazy stuff because I just lost my mom, Mm -hmm. but my mindset wasn't on that. My mindset was okay She gave me 14 years. I got to use that to become better to work harder to 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 stay focused I'm not gonna say that I've been perfect, but I stayed the course and I'm very proud of myself for that because it was easy for me to use that as an excuse to just turn left and just say the hell with life. So yeah, that's, that's something that I hold dearly to myself,
0: man. That's powerful though. Cause it's like, you're like, Nope, I'm not going to use it as an excuse. I'm not going to use it as a crutch. I'm going to use it to make me better every day.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> It's pro- I mean...
0: I know it was hard.
1: Losing, yeah, losing. and And at such a young age, you know, I didn't... 14, I mean, I barely knew myself. Yeah. But, you know, I had... I was lucky to still have a foundation. I had my aunts, my dad, my sister, and my grandmother. And they were able to all kind of help me. Kind of. And I went through my periods and my own struggles, too. But with the help, I was, I had some support. Mm-hmm. And so that was, that was vital for me as growing up as a, as a young cat out here it was because I didn't have to feel like I was alone. Right. Granted in my own time and my, when I was by myself, yeah, there was times where I, you know, went through the trials, just went through the anger and frustration, but I always remembered what the purpose, I always remember what the goal was, I always remember the mindset. I always had visions of my mom, and so I didn't want to lose that. Right.
0: And that's important. Yeah. (laughs) Do you, um, do you feel there's some days that still, even though you're older, there's places where you might struggle, or...
1: Uh, As far as with my, losing my mom? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And I only ask that because I know there's some times where men and women, when they lose a parent or, you know, someone that they're very close to, there's still areas where they struggle at it emotionally and mentally because that person was, you know, a huge piece of them, you know, and 14, you know, that's 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 that stage, that's that real <laughs> important stage right there, you know? So that's why I asked that question.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, like that's moms. So, you know, I've, I've, I feel like, and this is the honest guy's truth. I feel like if she was here, I probably would be married by now and all that fun stuff that people, cause she would probably been on me. Like before she passed, she was starting to try to lay the game down on me, how to deal with these women that I had to learn how to deal with, you know, as I got older on my own. But she was starting to get into, you know, how I need to take care of myself and how I need to treat some of these people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then she passed. So I only had, you know, my dad. So it was like I had only had a men a man's perspective. If she would have been here, I would have not only had my dad, a man's perspective, but I could have had a woman's perspective too. Right. So it'll kinda of balance me out. To kind of understand it instead of just going in, just like, oh, I I only think like a man, like a man's man. So, you know, I'm not. It took me a while to kind of get it, and I still go through my stuff as we talked about last time. My (laughs) toxic ways. It probably wouldn't have been so bad.
0: Right. (laughs) But, man, it, you know, but even though you said some of your toxic ways there, but that they're really not that bad you know it's not like they're deeply emotionally putting you into places where you have to like be like okay what did I just do that's like I mean
1: that's debatable it depends on who you ask
0: it is it is but (laughs) communication well because I know communication was one of them now that yes because without like the correct communication and understanding like how your tone is and you know, to make sure you're not coming off rude or disrespectful. I mean you may be because depending on the situation, it may have to come out that way. But I mean, you know, the, uh, yeah, again, it just really depends. <laughs> and,
1: and, and, you know, yeah, it's, it's I I like to think that I I, I go by the eighty twenty rule. Eighty percent of me is good. Twenty yep. percent is probably an asshole, but eighty percent is still passion. Like we good. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? That's a passing game. Yes, it is. (laughs) Like, you know, we in the game.
0: Right. (laughs) What do you feel like? How do you feel like therapy? Let me actually ask you this before. Well, this is kind of a two-part question. So, one, do you or have you ever did like therapy or counseling um, to help in any kind of way? And then, two do you feel like therapy counseling or meditation even is something that should be done or something that should be looked into to help in whatever possible way it could help somebody
1: so i've never i've never done uh counseling or therapy i have uh kind of meditation you know sometimes by myself just kind of meditating just kind of unwind a little bit but not too heavy in it, but I think that's a personal choice. And I think if it calms a person and keeps a person from whatever battles they have or feelings that they have, I I go for it. You know, we all need some outlet. outlet. My outlet could be going to the gym and exercising or listening to music or, you know, going for walks. Someone else's could be, you know, Meditating or something like that, or going, you know, mm-hmm. so everybody's is different. But if whatever works for you is going to help you, go for it and don't feel sorry or feel bad for doing it. Because if one got to take care of themselves, if you don't take care of yourself, you can't expect no one else to.
0: Exactly, exactly. I know when I was going through a lot of what I got, you know, was going through emotionally, mentally, like I would pray. And I would meditate and I would just have to just give myself that Zen moment because sometimes it just gets heavy, you know, because we never know what, what we all carry on a daily basis. And even when we share, we're not sharing what we fully are dealing with on a daily basis. So to be able to just have that moment, sometimes it truly helps. And sometimes literally just sitting and not doing anything silent, no phone, no nothing, just sitting in solitude helps me as well Um, because it's like you just have to put the pieces together and sometimes the pieces aren't meant to be put together but yet you're you have to fit balance your emotions and your mentals out real quick just so you can function when it's time to function if that makes sense
1: I absolutely agree I want to know how many people like when they get home or on they on when they go on vacation that they put that cell phone down and just enjoy the moment nothing irks me more than like going to an event are going to a a concert or a football game or something and everybody got their phone up or or on their phone recording and it's like enjoy the moment enjoy enjoy it it's like put your phones down put the distractions down and just focus on you sometimes you know what I'm saying
0: yeah there's people, that go on, there's people that go on vacations and still work. Let me tell you something. When I leave, when I'm going to PTO, I'm not answering work calls. I'm not doing anything that call, that's called work because that's the whole point of having PTO. It's your personal time off. Use your personal time off. I don't understand this whole, well, I got to work and work. No, because at any point in time, if that job wants to let you go, you done worked all these hours and stress yourself out for what? And now you got to figure out what to do because you keep working on your off time. When it's supposed to be your off time and you're frustrated, no, that's why it's your off time. Enjoy your off time.
1: We all need a mental day every now and then. Yes. So trust me. Trust.
0: Yes, indeed. Whoever,
1: whoever came up with this notion, especially if you're dealing with customer service, that the is always right is a damn fool and a lie.
0: Right. They no, they're not. <laughs> and you be having some real disrespectful customers. Like, listen, you almost took them out of character.
1: You better move yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> I'ma I'm step back and go somewhere else, not for myself, but for you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Cause we so.
0: don't know what's gonna happen.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Man. I have a question for you though. Yeah. Uh-oh.
1: What <laughs> advice would you give a man who is in an abusive relationship from a woman?
0: Oh. Ooh. Ooh. That's a good one. What advice do I give a man in an abusive relationship to, with a woman? One, I'd have to figure out when talking to this person if he's in a conversation with me all the way mentally or emotionally. One. Because when you're dealing with anybody that's in a domestic violence, a domestic relationship like that, Nine times out of 10, they're checked out and they're worried and wondering what that person's going to be doing to doing or going to do to them when they get home. So you have to figure out where your mental's at. So I I would have to ask first, like, are you here with me? And if you are, make sure I'm going to ask you questions to make sure that we're in the same, on the same page. Okay. Glad we got that down pat. Next, what's your exit plan? Do you have an exit plan? You know, why are you still here? Especially if there's no children involved, why are you still here? Um, and then from there, it's 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 not an easy. It, there's no easy way to give help when there's someone in a domestic relationship. It's it, there's steps to it, but be, and I say that because you can help somebody get out of a domestic relationship nine yeah. times under 10, they're going to go right back to it because here again, you have to understand what they've been through in their life to why they feel that that person is better than themselves. you, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like why, why am I giving this, this person that much power over my own life? Right. And I think the sad part is, We get so used to hearing just women being in domestic relationships that we forget that men are in domestic relationships, domestic violent relationships as well.
1: Why is that? Why do you think society and people, these advocates and stuff, they come out and they only I know we know, you know, a lot of women deal with domestic violence and I'm not taking away from that at all. Right. That's a real issue. That's an important issue. But on the flip side, why is it looked differently if a man is in, either in a, an abusive relationship and he's getting abused, or you know stuff like that? Like, why why isn't it the same held to the same standard? Why you know why why do you think society does that?
0: I feel because mentally, people don't think that men can be in those type of relationships, so they overlook it more than they help. Um Because they are. They're in physical, emotional, and mental abusive relationships just as much as we are. And I think it's more... And because men won't speak out on it, which is why more women... You hear more women about more women cases of domestic violence than you do men. Because men are embarrassed to talk about a woman taking advantage of them like that. And being able to overpower them like that. Um, So you'll hear more so of it going towards women than you will ever hear about it going towards men. Just like you don't hear about a lot of young men being molested or raped. Why is that? Because they're embarrassed to talk about it. And we all know somebody that's been molested at a rape at a young age and raped, whether they say it to us outright or they give us clues because there's always something that we're not paying attention to that they've said. And then we and then we go back to the conversation like, oh, so they did say that. But they don't know how to because they're embarrassed. That's just like you, more women will say what's happened to them. But they're embarrassed as well because sometimes their, their voice is sh- uh, shut down. To where that's like, no, that really didn't happen to you. So then people don't talk about it like they used to. But for men, because men don't have a... Men don't have, like they should, especially black men, they don't have a voice like they should. And that's where a lot of the hurt comes in, to where they can't, they don't feel they can speak about being in a domestic violent relationship. They can't speak about being raped or molested. They are not able to speak about just their emotions alone because there's men out here that. They cry by themselves so they don't show other people that they cry because it's it's looked down upon. And men should never feel that way because a man should always be able to cry and show his emotions. But they're not, men are not, and again, especially black men, they don't have a voice like they should. Because like you hear every day, you hear nothing about how there's good fathers out here but you always hear about all these deadbeat dads, and all these yeah, amazing that's a narrative
1: being pushed.
0: Yeah, and all these amazing women that are moms. Oh no, there is a lot of deadbeat moms out here. I know, I know some. some
1: women that don't ever have their kids.
0: Right, because it's like, so <laughs> when when do you ever have your kids? You know, right, and I've been asked, right, right. why are your kids always with you? Why aren't you out? Ever... Because I'm a mother. My children are going to, or oh, they will always come. I don't, I'm not push. I never push my children off just to go kick it for what, you know, but men have, have never really had. And again, I, I want to stress what I'm saying. Cause it's specifically black men haven't ever had a voice to be able to truly speak what they're going through, what they're feeling, their emotions, that they're trapped in this type of relationship, you know that just that you know being amazing dads to their children you it's just and it's it should not be that way it shouldn't um but for someone being in a domestic violent relationship I wish there was one way I could say for them to get out that would help them but unless they're truly ready to leave No matter what I say or anybody else says, they're going to stay in there because they feel that that's the only person that loves them that way. And that is very bad because they've lost who they are as a person.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I just think that, you know, there is a pocket of women who don't have an issue with trying to jump on a man and and abuse a man. And they're not held to the same standards as they should be because those are extremely toxic and extremely wrong. You know, that's wrong. You should never do that. But they're, you know, they get a pass like, oh, she's just crazy. Like, no, she needs some psychiatric help. Like, she's, you know, that's not cool. Right. But we, society don't look at it like, it's just like, it's just brushed under the rug but if that's me if I did something like that I'd lose everything I had yes.
0: you, like you wouldn't <laughs> even be able to blink one eyelash good and it's right, everything is gone you know right. what and that's just like, I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you
1: no you're good go ahead
0: that's just like when you think about it for uh child support <laughs> this is the one thing I've always paid attention to um People will look, you know, oh, they're, you know, it's always been something being said about the whole situation around child support, you know, to why people do it or why they shouldn't do it, why this, why that, you're just trying to keep the black man out of the home and blah, 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 blah. No, no. Yes, there are people that do it specifically on purpose to people to hurt them, you know, because they they're mad because they didn't want to be, they didn't want to be with that person no more. They they chose another woman because that woman wasn't, you know, whatever the case may be. They just had issues versus just working them out. It just turned bad, ugly. And then, okay, well, fine, I'm putting you on child support. I get it. There are situations like that. There's also situations where it's not like that, where if the other person's not even just helping out, you get to the point where you have to do what you have to do. And nobody should feel bad or made to be feel guilty if they had to do what they have to do. But of course, here we go again with social media, they'll have these little questionnaires going out with people on posts asking, you know, do you think and why do you feel, what does it matter? If we don't know anybody's personal situation, why they did what they did to get child support, let's not look at it as they're just trying to hold them back. What is the situation? Why did they right. do it? You know, so it's just, it's one of those things when I when I read stuff like that on social, I'm like, here we go. I be I want to comment, but I'm like, let me not, cause I'm not gonna go back and forth with nobody because everybody's mentals ain't right. Someone's always trying to prove a point, and their point nine times ten ain't even right when they when you go back and read them, like you didn't even make a point. But there again, it's like there is more. There's there's a lot of women that are on child support as well because they're not taking care of their children like they're supposed to, but you don't see those you don't see those type of things on social media. You only see it all about the dads, you know. Yeah. And it's why why are we not well, doing the flip fits side the narrative, of it, though. huh?
1: It kind of fits the narrative.
0: Yeah, and it's sad.
1: I mean, you look at like the difference between Mother's Day and Father's Day. Mother's Day they they, you know, commercials up, jewelry and uh, dinner restaurants, and you know, treat mom like this and that. Father's Day, it'd be like dads and grads. We can't, you know, a father got to spend here. You got to share Father's Day with the, with the
0: graduate. Yes, like, yes, you can't even have one specific day. It just and, can't even be. And
1: What irritates me is there's females out here that'll go on Father's Day and be like happy they call them i forgot what they say it's like happy father's day to themselves or something. happy month something like that i'm like come on man that's
0: that's why yeah you you know you know what i'm i'm gonna say i for a minute when people used to say that to me back in the day they used to be like they'd say happy father's day to me on father's day because you know i'm a single-hand mom and then i got to the point i was like no no don't do that and I, i i'm like nope Nope, this day is not for me. This day is for them, you know, because there are some amazing dads out here doing the damn thing. And it's sad they can't get shined upon because the narrative is always that there's, there are more deadbeats. No, there's hella bomb ass dads out here. I know a whole bunch of them, you know? Hell, a lot of them are in my family, you know? So it's like, no, that's not what the narrative is. But until we really get to a point where we stop allowing all these narratives to make us who we are and make us look bad, it's, that's what it's always gonna be. But again, again, black men though. Like, And I know people are like, why are you only specifically talking about? Because it's like when people, if you, if you just take time to pay attention to everything that goes on in this world, black men do not shine like they should. They don't have a voice like they should.
1: Let me tell you something. I walk out my house to go to work. I'm a threat to somebody. Right. You know what I'm saying? All I'm doing is trying to go to work. go to the grocery store. Someone's scared of me. Someone's watching me. Someone's following me. Like, man, I'm just trying to live my life. And it's like, I'm a threat to someone every time I walk outside. Your son, unfortunately... As he's getting older, he's gonna be a threat to someone. As soon as he walks out his house, as soon as he goes to go play with his friends, he's gonna get stereotyped. He's gonna get judged a certain way. It's it's it's, it's messed up, but you know, unfortunately, it's, this is the hand that we're dealt to a certain extent and we gotta find a way to kinda na- navigate through it. I mean, it sucks, it really it does kinda suck. That's, that's why like, sometimes you just gotta unwind and just kind of be by yourself because like you go to you go to work people look at you a certain way they try to disrespect you just because of the color of your skin or they don't think that you qualified or you should have that job so i you know we deal with it in certain ways that people don't see it yes man i could i could have pull out one of my whips that i got people assume that I'm selling drugs or why do I have a car like this or something like that? I've heard all this stuff before. Yeah. Never mind the the fact that I'm working, you know, working my job, working overtime. I'm out here busting myself so that I can live this lifestyle that I want to live comfortably. But all you see is this black man, oh, he's gotta be doing something wrong or he's gotta be doing something illegal. Man, that's whack to me, man. Right
0: no that's real talk it's real and that's and that's sad too because a black man is not allowed to have anything nice unless you have no that's that (laughs) there was nothing else that needed to go with that because there is there should be there should never be an unless well maybe it's unless no he did that because that's what he worked for you know he worked to make sure he had that because you have on nice clothes so what does that mean no? Okay? You you cuz you can't be out here dressed nice. You're supposed to be a thug. You're supposed to be, you know what I'm saying? Did you have you been to jail? I'm sorry. What? No. That should never always be the narrative. But it's when you see it on anything social media or news or something when something happens, they always want to bring up they want to find some dirt before they say this person, their name, you know, this black male, he did time before. Why does that even matter? Because if you're not putting it out there like for nobody else like that, why are you putting it out there only specifically for brown men?
1: Well, they do that with sports and uh, entertainers, you know. They bring up old stuff and stuff that's irrelevant just to, you know, how they describe them. So it's it's, it's kind of like it's an agenda and, and how they, it's slanted in a certain way because they, they they try to represent... They try to make it seem like a black man is a president. They try to demasculate him and make him seem weak, make him seem soft. Not every black... Not every home is broken. Not every black home is broken.
0: Exactly.
1: There are, there are actually black people married together that have families, strong families. There, There's a lot of great people out here. and But you don't get to see that.
0: No, they don't I want you to see it, that.
1: I believe it was uh, the... The uh oh, the lady that the sprinter lady, uh, Alexis, what's her name? Oh, Felix. Yeah. Uh, whatever her name is, Alexis Whatever her name is, she just ran in the uh, Olympics. She's like the most decorative, uh, track runner. But how they presented her was that she was a single mom. Right.
0: They never
1: talked about her family. She got a whole husband. Right. I, you know what I'm saying? They didn't talk about her like that. They just talked about her like she was a single mom that grew up you know that's out here by herself and that's so far from the truth it's like come on man but that's the slant that they do
0: yeah no it really is it really is and real quick um when you said something about you're like with my son um I would tell any person out here that's listening that has a brown son and this is very important um We have to raise our sons in a way that is unexplainable, emotionally and mentally, because we never know when they walk out that door if we're going to get them back in the door. So being able to teach them what we want to teach them wholeheartedly everything you know to be respectful to make sure you're talking you know a certain way don't act this way don't do this don't do that it's it's a hard drill to do on a daily basis yet you just want them to be a child but they're not able to be a child because you have to you know it's so it's it's kind of sad and it kind of hurts where most people are talking about you know their child had to you know do a gun drill and you know just in case somebody comes into school where we as brown men and women, that's the least of our worries. We're trying not to have to bury our child. You know, it's not yeah. even our daughters; it's our sons that we have to worry about. I can't remember the name of this movie, but it was Carrie Washington, and um, oh, what is the name of that movie? Because every time I watch that movie, it just breaks me down. Because
1: well, I, her son got uh, with the police and stuff. Yes,
0: and they wouldn't. Yeah,
1: I know what you're talking about. Yes, yeah.
0: that movie is very powerful. And that is my life every day. You know, it's a lot of people's lives that I know on a daily basis. You know, just you as a black man, just walking out just to, you know, hell, take your garbage out. Go get your mail. You know, your monthly, go pick up for your mail. (laughs) You know, it's like, it's just those things, which is why I think it's so important to always connect and just give that, like we talked about part one. It's just checking in with our people because just a hi, a hello, checking in with our families. How can we help emotionally, mentally? Because we never know. But back to like, especially if there's women raising their sons single-handedly, it's not about here demasculating your son. It's out here teaching him. We need to teach our sons better. Better you know, not putting them down, not bullying them, not speaking into, you know, speaking away to them where it's just disrespectful. If their dad can be in their life, please let them be. You know, it's, it's so important. And I know that doesn't help them stay alive because there's, there's a target on our children's head. Um, and that's hard. If anybody ever talks to me about my son, I always get emotional because that's my baby. And that, I can never save him. Do you know how hard that is? To have a no. child and I can't ever save him. That shit hurts. Yeah.
1: I have a, my youngest nephew is 17 years old right now. So it's like, I have three nephews. He's the youngest. And, you know, he's at that age where he's like, kind of learning himself, his personality and all that stuff. So it's just like, you have to like speak to him in a way that's like honest and real, man. Like, dude, like, you a target. Like, just walking out the house. Yeah. Like, so you got to conduct yourself as best as you can. You got to be honest. If something don't feel right, something don't seem right, you know, step away from that and, 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 always let someone know where you at yes you know what i'm saying like
0: it's not about being in your business it's it's important
1: right and i just i just want to know how many other you know people ethnicities have to do that you know to their kids to their loved ones like you know have to install you know teach them how to you know talk to them about if they come in contact with the police, how to conduct themselves and stuff like that. Cause you make the wrong move. We've seen this story before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's, 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 man, it's, it's, it's a lot that is going on. And it's a lot that people overlook. It's a lot that we, we have a lot of people who, if it doesn't affect me, I don't care.
0: Oh gosh. Yes.
1: And, And we can't, we can't, we gotta be better than that, man. We got to be better
0: than that. We really you know? do. We really do.
1: And her name was Allison Felix. That's the... the yes. Yep.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, um... Yeah, this is... Oh, my gosh. So, I know... <laughs> I I highly appreciate us being able to do this. And it's so important... And I know i I had one way in my head for us to do this for part two, and it just like I said, I go with the flow whatever flow whatever flow it happens, I'm going with that flow I don't want to ever make it scripted I don't ever want to have too many questions that I'm trying to do prior to us talking to get this done, and I love the fact that we were able to do it yet again. so I have a question for you. <laughs>
1: What's up?
0: I know we don't have to do it right now, you know, like in the next couple of days, but I would love if we can do this another go round.
1: And now I, don't... y'all people, y'all people don't get tired of me.
0: No, we're not. We ain't wait. We ain't even dug deep yet, but no, we're not. <laughs> we don't have to do it right away. We can wait. You know, I can give some time in between, but I just, you know, it's always good to be able to tap in like this um and
1: well, just, just let me know you got the number just let me know we can make it happen Of <laughs> course, it's been, it's
0: been fun. <laughs> man And we it doesn't even have to just week if there's, it's a group thing you know if you know somebody that wants to be a part of it and we can all be on together and have a conversation i would love that as well because it's like the more the merrier you know have conversations have those those you know those deep conversations that people probably don't really get out on a daily basis why not share it
1: for sure yeah we can make it happen
0: okay so you know time is ending but I will love you... fast. it did go by fast that's why I looked down. I was like wait a second <laughs> but I did like 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 on part one what would you like to end with
1: I just hope everybody can find peace and happiness and continue living your life to the best of your capabilities be kind to each other once again go Raiders
0: you get on my nerves. <laughs> hey,
1: don't be mad cause your teeth <laughs> lost. Don't hate me.
0: Now I was watching highlights. I'm gonna tell you them highlights were bomb though. Um, but <laughs> I so appreciate your time. I so appreciate you. I, like our our friendship is like something I'm always gonna hold dear. You know, um, we started out young, so I'm like, why? You know, it's just one of those things I'm so grateful for to say, like 25, almost what 25, almost 30, 30 plus years of genuine friendship
1: no doubt i'm grateful
0: i'm so grateful so yeah we'll, we'll we will for sure connect so we can get this going again um but for everybody that's listening we appreciate your time as always comment like share when it posts up on instagram and we will be back to you guys very soon